My name is Ben Settle from bensettle.com, and I'm going to be your host for tonight's special teleseminar with Michael Senoff. Many of you may have heard of me from Michael or from one of the interviews on his site. We've interviewed each other many, many times over the years and have done a bunch of joint ventures together. The topic of tonight's teleseminar is how to make money with audio interviews. The reason Michael asked me to host this call is because I'm probably one of his most prolific students. I use his audio marketing secrets all the time to create products for my website at bensettle.com, as well as to position myself as an expert and make a lot more money than I would otherwise. Now, here's how it's going to work tonight. You, the callers on the line, who are all Michael Senoff students, you guys submitted over 250 questions at Michael's AskMichaelSenoff.com page. Michael compiled 86 of the most popular and pertinent questions for tonight's call, and he's going to answer them one by one. It's going to last about three hours. We're probably going to take about a five-minute break at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, and then he'll finish up the rest of the questions. Michael has warned me to tell you guys that we're going to be going really fast to these questions, so you're going to want to take notes. And no matter what happens, you can download a list of all 86 questions and a note sheet at askmichaelsenoff.com forward slash notes. After the call, you're going to be provided a replay line to play back the recording. And by Friday afternoon, you'll have the full download of the call in MP3 format. And the replay will be available at askmichaelsenoff.com forward slash replay. And soon after that, Michael is going to provide you the word-for-word transcripts. So what we're going to do is I'm going to introduce Michael now. And Michael Senoff is the CEO and publisher of HardToFindSeminars.com, which is the world's leading free digital audio business library that uses the power of personal interviews and storytelling to capture and relay the advice of world-class business experts. On this site, you get instant and totally free access to over 117 hours of downloadable audio interviews with sales, marketing, and business success experts. Michael is also the author of the book, Audio Marketing Secrets, How to Add Value to Your Information Product and the soon-to-be-released sequel, Talk Yourself Rich, How to Make Money with Audio Interviews. HardToFindSeminars.com has been listed in the top 1% of the most visited websites in the world for the past five years without ever dropping below that 1% mark. And it has also been billed as the world's best free marketing resource on the Internet. With that said, Michael, welcome to the call. Thank you, Ben. I'm here. How are you doing? I am doing really good. But I couldn't think of anyone better to help me host this teleseminar. And Ben really understands the power of audio. I call him one of my prized star students. You know, when I first met him, he was just doing copywriting, and you would never hear his voice anywhere. And we were doing joint ventures, and we were using audio to promote a lot of the products on my site. I had paid him to write multiple letters for my website, and he saw the power of audio and how it sold products. And I think I got him hooked because, Ben, you're doing a lot of interviews now, aren't you? Oh, yeah, and if you have a copywriter or you're writing copy, when you transcribe these, and I'm sure you'll talk about this, but when you transcribe those interviews, it just makes it so the ad will be much, much better. Yeah, so we had a lot of questions come in, and I did this, askmichaelsenoff.com, and we'll talk a little bit about this, but I can't think of a more perfect way to deliver content than this, because I'm delivering exactly what the questions came in from my subscribers, what they want to learn about how to make more money with audio interviews. And we did have about 250 questions come in. They're all put into this nice little database. And of course, you know, human beings are the same, so you're going to have lots of similar questions. And we kind of categorized them, and we got rid of the duplicates, and then I had to get rid of some that weren't related. And we came down to about 86 questions. But I'm hopefully going to deliver the exact content that the subscribers who came to the AskMichaelSenoff.com campaign want to know. So it's a perfect format 
for an interview. Now, the topics I broke this down to, and anyone can get a list of all the questions. All they have to do if they're in front of their computer is go to http www.askmichaelsenoff.com forward slash notes, N-O-T-E-S, and you'll be able to download a PDF version of all the questions and a Word version. The Word version will allow you to pull it up, and if you want to take notes, you can type it in, or the PDF version, you're free to print it out, and you can write your notes in that way, so you can follow along. Or if you don't want to take any notes, that's fine, too. You can just sit back and listen. We broke down the topics into about nine different topics, and I want to read you the topics here, and then we'll dive right in, Ben, to the first question. One of the most asked questions was, how do I get started? So that's number one. Number two is interviewing topics meaning people want to know what kind of topics should I be interviewing experts on. Number three is equipment, software, and website stuff. Number four is big dogs and big fish, finding experts to interview, how to do that. Number five is joint ventures. Six is list building. Seven is preparing for and conducting the interview. Eight is marketing and making money with audio interviews. Nine is general questions. And then at the end, we can talk about some services. If you don't feel like doing any of this, and you have capital that you want to invest and have someone do it all for you, I think I'll have some good news for you at the end of this teleseminar that will show you how to do that. So, Ben, take it away. Okay, well, we'll start with question number one. What is the best way to get started with audio interviews? Okay, the best way to get started, in my opinion, is to just simply do an interview for fun. I think, like public speaking, a lot of people have the fear of getting up in front of people and speaking in public. Well, I bet a lot of people have that same fear just talking on the phone. I'm pretty comfortable just talking on the phone. So I would tell anyone who's afraid of doing an audio interview by phone, the best thing they can do is just do one. Interview your your mother, interview your brother, you're going to need some equipment, I would go out and get a digital recorder. You can get one from Radio Shack or you can go on to eBay, you can go to any electronic store. I got mine from Circuit City and we'll talk about the type I'm using. But buy a device that allows you to record digital audio. And then think about if you're in a business or you're in a profession where you have someone that you look up to who's an expert in your industry, just email them and ask them, would you be willing to do an interview? And you don't even have to have an ulterior motive. You can just say you're practicing with your new digital recorder and you'd like to learn some stuff from this expert and just ask them to do an interview. I think if you can just do one interview, even if it's for practice or even if it is something for money, and be able to do the interview, be able to record it, be able to get the recording off your digital recorder, be able to get it onto your computer, be able to do just a little bit of editing. You don't even have to know how to do the editing and be able to convert it into an audio. And I'll be sharing some tools with you, some online services that will help you do that, that make it very easy. So my advice would be just to do one. That is the best way to get started is to just make some movement. So anyone who's afraid, just get started. Get it going. Do something. Doing nothing isn't going to do you any good. You're listening to an exclusive interview found on Michael Sinoff's hardtofindseminars.com. Well, we'll go on to question number two. How much would one need financially to invest as a newbie 
to be able to get a positive cash flow? I suspect the person asking this question probably doesn't have a whole lot of money or doesn't want to spend a whole lot of money. And I was thinking about that. Can you actually interview someone and get a recorded interview for free? And the answer is yes. But you're going to have to have access to a public library. And if you have access to a telephone in a public library, you may need a few quarters to make those phone calls. I'll show you exactly how to do it. So let's say you want to do an interview and you don't have a computer at home. You can go to any public library and you can go to Google and you can set yourself up a Google email account. You're going to need an email account. And then you're going to get your email and then you're going to think of, well, who can I interview? Let's say you want to interview an expert on copywriting. You can either use the phone and pick up the phone and call them and ask to do an interview or you can email them through your email account over at the library. Now, you want to record the interview. You can use a service, the same exact service that we're on right now. I'm using what's called Free Conference Call Com. Now, they do have a recording option where you press star 9, and we could be recording this recording. We're not doing it this way. Ben's recording on his end, and I'm recording on my end as a backup. But if you absolutely had no money, you could record the call through freeconferencecall.com, but they will send you the digital version of your conference call. So when you set up your conference call and you have your expert and they say, yes, I'd be willing to do an interview, you do the interview, you have them meet you on freeconferencecall.com when you register with them. They will give you a call-in number just like you called in today. You'll do the interview. You'll record the interview and then you will have a recorded audio interview. Now, you don't have it edited yet but there is actually free editing software and I'll be posting that free editing software up at askmichaelself.com forward slash resources. So I'm going to have a bunch of resources that will allow you to record and edit digital audio recordings for free. Now, how do you make money with this? Let's say this person who wanted to do the interview didn't have any money, he could approach that expert and he could make a couple different options. He could say, why don't we do this interview and then you can give this interview away to your list. Let's say when you do the interview, you want to have an ulterior motive. So in the interview, let's say you're interviewing about copywriting, but he sells a copywriting course. So you would make an agreement that this copywriter would take this interview and distribute it to his mailing list through email or physical mail, and that audio interview is designed to sell his copywriting product. And since you took the time to produce the interview with him, you negotiate a percentage of sales. Or you can have your expert sell the interview to his list. So let's say it's a content interview. You do the interview with him. You provide him the interview, and you say, okay, you're going to promote and sell this interview to your list, and you guys could split the profits. Now, another way is you can negotiate the rights to the interview 100%. And if you have the rights to that interview, you can take that interview and you can sell it to anyone. If you sign up for that copywriter's affiliate program, that little interview, if it's done right and it's captivating and compelling and generates sales, it could be a little money machine for you. So that's how you can do it 100% free. The quality may not be as good, but it is definitely doable 100% free. All you need is your phone and a computer from the library. Okay. We're going to move into the interview topics now. Question number three, what is the fastest way to determine whether a particular topic has enough interest that it would qualify for a profitable information product? This question, it's a good question, but it's just so obvious to me. At least one thing is obvious. The Internet is just absolutely amazing. That one website called Google, it just allows you to do so much. So if you're deciding, okay, I want to create an interview series on goldfish tricks. Have you ever heard of this? There's people who have 
information products on how to train your goldfish to do tricks? Well, there are niche products like that all over the place. So you've got to figure out, is this a realistic topic to create an information product on? So I would first go into Google. I would type in goldfish tricks. Now with Google, I don't know how recent this is, but if you type in something from the Google search engine, you know how those numbers pop up on the right? Yeah. Well, it's a simple way to determine, are there other people in the world looking for goldfish tricks? Is there a demand for a product like this? There's other ways to determine if something's selling. You can go to Amazon.com and you can type in goldfish tricks. See what books are out there on goldfish tricks. You can simply call the publisher and talk to them and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing an information product on goldfish tricks. What's the market like? What kind of money do these people spend? How big of a market? How has it been going for you? Another incredible resource is the SRDS, the Standard Rate and Data Service. This is like the phone book of mailing lists. And if there's a mailing list for anything, you're going to find it in this resource. And there's a online subscription. I think it's about $750. You can sign up for the SRDS, and you have access to every single mailing list in the country. And I will bet you there's probably some mailing lists on goldfish enthusiasts. You can find lists on any kind of subject imaginable, specific lists on every kind of imaginable niche there is out there. It's just amazing in today's information age how much information is out there. Now, another great resource would be trade directories. So let's say within the pet market, you know, there's probably a fish pet association. I guarantee you that retail stores who sell fish and fish tanks, there's an association for them. They have trade shows, and these guys are really on top of the market. So if there's anyone specializing in that type of niche, you can contact the association. You can become a member of that association. You can actually rent lists from that association. These associations, when they put on their trade shows, they usually put on seminars for all the attendees who come to the trade show. And they have to do their research. When they're putting on a big trade show like that, they're kind of the pulse and eyes and ears of that industry. And the seminar topics that they provide at that trade show, you can imagine there's a pretty good demand. Just looking at the type of speakers at any trade show out there will give you a pretty good hint about a good information product to create using digital audio interviews. Another great tool, I know, Ben, you know about this is called Alexa.com. Alexa will give you an idea of how popular a website is, and they list them numerically from one to, I think, a million of the most popular websites, and you can look at the traffic patterns of these websites. So you can tell, is a particular website related to any topic? Is it getting a lot of hits? Is it popular? How many visitors come to it? You can see how many people are linking to it. So there's all kinds of tools out there. If you just do your research and if you just ask around, you can determine, is there a market for my information product? I would also say that if there's a market you're looking to get into and you see a ton of people in it, sometimes that's not a bad thing. You may already think that it's pretty crowded, but that could be a really good thing because I guarantee you there's not that many people doing audio interviews to sell a product within that market. And you may have all that competition out there doing the standard poor marketing methods, but you'll just blow them away with audio. You could absolutely dominate a niche if you come into it using using audio to promote it and creating audio information products as products to sell within that niche. But yes, you do need to find out, is there a good hungry demand for that niche? Okay, moving on to question number four. What are the most lucrative audio interview markets, both presenting and listening? 
It's kind of ambiguous. Lucrative to one person may mean lucrative to another. He's probably referring to money. Where's the most money in this type niche? I can only speak from my experience. I mean, there's millions and millions of different topics and niches and products out there. My niche, the internet marketing crowd and copywriting and marketing niche, it is such a small niche. Ben, you and I were talking about that. I mean, copywriting niche, if you ask 10 people on the street what is copywriting, I guarantee you probably out of 10, maybe one may know what copywriting is. Would you agree? Yeah, actually, most people will think you're talking about copywriting, like at the copywriting a book or something. Yeah, they'll think of the copyright laws. That's right. So, I mean, my niche is a very small niche, but there are huge niches out there. But one niche that I like within my small niche here is I like business opportunity. You know, it's that saying, catch a man a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, and you feed him for life. When you're selling a business opportunity on how to make money or you're selling him a system that he can implement and use to provide for his family for the rest of his life, that has a lot of value, and there's a lot of people looking for that. So I like business opportunity. You know, one of my main products is an HMA marketing consulting system. That really is a business opportunity. It teaches you how to be a marketing consultant, and if you take to it and you study it and you implement it, you could make a nice living doing marketing consulting. So it's a shortcut to the process, and those type products have a lot of value. And it's great to use audio interviews, expert interviews, and testimonial type interviews to promote that type of thing. So I would go with business opportunities, and you might find some other niches that are even more popular that have a higher demand. And I would go back to the previous question and say, do your research. A lot of my recordings aren't necessarily business opportunity, but they're information, trainings, like copywriting really, it could be a business opportunity, but they're skills like negotiating and copywriting and sales scripting and how to get more referrals. Those are all skill-type interviews, and those actually will translate into more money in your pocket. So my niche, business skills and business opportunities have been pretty good for me. So I would stick with something like that, and I would also think about the type of margins when you're creating your information product. What could they sell for? So business opportunities tend to sell for higher margins. People will pay more for those. I mean, people will pay a million dollars. I don't know how much a McDonald's franchise is. Maybe they're two or three million now, or they'll pay a million dollars for a Subway. Franchises are being sold every day, and these things go for 50, 60, 70, 80 a million dollars because they're business opportunities. When people buy into them, they believe that that franchise is going to support them for the rest of their life. So I would consider something like that with high margins, and I absolutely believe that audio can sell high-ticket items like that. Okay, going on to question number five. How can I determine if my expertise is marketable before I spend a gazillion dollars attempting to do so? You don't have to spend a gazillion dollars on anything. And I don't want to keep harping on it, but if you're interested in a type of market, do your homework, do your research. If you know you're the type of person who's not going to do the research, pay someone to do the research for you. There's probably research on every kind of market out there that you could buy right now if you do a Google search. But pick up the phone, email, talk to people in that market already, and find out how it's going. Do some research, and you should never have to spend a gazillion dollars before you do anything. 
Going to question number six. What is the best way to make money on the Internet if a person is not a computer expert or an expert in any field at all and has no hobbies that they are involved in? Well, I'm going to say it's going to be selling information. He's worried about not being an expert. The thing is, you don't have to be the expert. If you looked at all the different products on my site, I'm only the expert in a couple of them. Today, right now, during this teleseminar, yes, I am positioned as the expert. But I have to tell you, it's much easier when you're not positioned as the expert. It's only my audio marketing secrets and my audio marketing that I'm positioning myself as an expert in one other product called Barter Secrets, where we teach people how to buy trade dollars for pennies on the dollar. And it's only because I've done it before. These are the only two products that I position myself as an expert. And I would tell you, if you're starting out interviewing experts, you're going to be much better off and have a much better chance of actually doing something if you take your ego out of it and you just be the messenger. You just be the guy who delivers the information and don't be the expert. And there's an advantage to that. So let's say you're marketing something. I mean, if there were two equal things and I came to you and I said, look how great I am. I'm an expert at selling information on how to use audio interviews to make more money. Or I came to you and I said, you know what, Ben? You ought to check this guy, Art Hamill, out. This guy's bought over 200 businesses. And for the last 15 years, all he's been doing is buying businesses between $1 and $5 million. And he's doing it without any bank financing. He's doing it all through investors. Go to his website. Check it out. Now, that's the difference between me saying how great I am and me referring you to someone. Now, the interviews that I've interviewed Art Hamill, I'm just the guy asking the question on behalf of the listener. And you'll have a much better time, an easier time, and I believe more success when you find the expert. Now, I wanted to ask you, Ben, I made a note of this. The stuff you learned in copywriting, tell me about the proof element when you find an expert, how that goes a long way in selling that product or service. If your expert has a lot of proof element compared to you being the expert could that help when it comes to ultimately in sales oh it makes all the difference i mean we'll take art hamill for example we worked on that ad you know i didn't have to convince anyone that this is legitimate stuff because he had already did all the work to prove that it was legitimate on his background so it actually makes everything way way easier if you can land a very high credible interview you're just leveraging on the years and probably the hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars that that expert has put into his business to get to where he is you're just stepping in and just borrowing all that expertise especially if you could negotiate something where you're selling his expertise in the form of a product or you know through one of their affiliate programs it's just such a huge advantage and all you've got to do is ask and you're not going to get everyone and we'll talk more about that but I would definitely advise go for interviewing other experts and you just be the guy asking the questions rather than being on the other end answering all the questions and I would say this even if you're an expert right now I would just like to add something if I could sure when it comes to asking questions it really helps and this goes back I think to the previous question if you're part of that market so that you're asking questions from the point of view of the customer yeah, that's right. You're on the customer side. You may be making the money off selling it. So my interviews, when I'm asking my expert, Jim Camp, on negotiating, I'm on the side of my listener. I'm an advocate for my listener, trying to dig out the real scoop on this Jim Camp and his negotiating system. So I'm on your side. I'm not an adversary. Jim Camp may be the adversary because he's the guy trying to sell you this stuff. 
I may be the adversary to the listeners on the call because you may believe I'm trying to sell you something. And I am. I'm trying to sell you on my expertise. And it's hard. It's hard to sell someone on your expertise sometimes. Sometimes it's a lot easier just selling someone on someone else's expertise. So there's a big difference, and I would definitely take that into consideration. I think it would be a lot easier if you chose to interview other experts and promote their stuff. Well, we can go on to question number seven. What kind of market research do you do before you create an audio product? Do you have any criteria that must be met before you decide a product is worth creating? I'll tell you, I'm guilty probably just like a lot of other marketers out there. You know, we learned from the great late Gary Halbert to find a starving crowd or a hungry market. If you would just do that first in your marketing, you'll make your marketing life a lot easier. But my ego may get in the way or, you know, people like me, they just love to create different products and they may guess that this is going to be a hot market and they ignore that research phase. That's why it probably really makes sense to pay someone to do your research for you. But there's people who thought they had great ideas and would have spent tens of millions of dollars on great ideas, but they found out that the market, there was no desire for the product at all. Then one of your recent emails out to your list, you talked about you could have a team of the top copywriters work on your sales letter. It could be absolutely perfect from headline to the PS, and you can send it out and not get any sales. All because the market had no desire for your product. So I wanted to start that out by saying, do your research on the market. And I've made mistakes and tried to create and develop products that I thought there was a market for that have failed. But I would say it depends on the type of interview I'm doing. And I kind of broke down my interviews in a few categories. I call one category money interviews, another category traffic interviews, another category book promotion interviews, and then product content interviews. And these categories, there could be two of these categories with each interview. So I'll give you an example. A money interview would be if I'm interviewing an expert and I've got a JV with him or I've signed up for his affiliate program. So for instance, John Carlton, okay, he's a very well-known copywriter. I would call that a money interview and he's got a lot of notoriety. So what kind of research would I do for preparing that interview? That particular one, I used an ask campaign, kind of similar to this, I just sent out an email to my list and said, hey, I'll be interviewing John Carlton here. If you got any questions for him, I'll ask him on your behalf. Send him in. And that was how that interview went. Another way you could do that interview is you could go to his website, and depending on what product you're promoting, and he's a great copywriter, you can go look at all his bullets because he's done his research in his sales letter to match his sales letter to his potential prospects. And you could take his bullets and some of the copy in his sales letter and convert those into questions. So you you could use those as questions for the interview. A traffic interview could be a big name like Ted Nicholas, even though I signed up as an affiliate for him, and that was one of the ways I got the interview. He's got a very big name, and I would interview him for free, even if he didn't have an affiliate program, because the name Ted Nicholas within our small market is very well known, and being able to say on my website, hardtofindseminars.com, I've got an interview with Ted Nicholas, that increases my website's credibility. I would consider him a pretty big fish in the marketplace. 
place, having his name on the site can be real beneficial for search engine optimization and getting traffic back to your site. We can talk more about that. And then there's content interview. Let's say I've got a product that's selling, but I want to increase the value of it, and I need to add more content. Well, I may find an expert within a certain topic. Let's say I've got a product on referral marketing, and I've got three or four interviews already on referral marketing. sells for $97. Let's say I want three or four more interviews. I'll find three or four experts on referral marketing. I'll interview them. And that research, they may have a booked out on Amazon, or I may find them through Google. But that would be the type of interview that I'd want just for additional content. I'm not using it to promote. I'm using it as content to provide in a product after someone purchases a product. So these are some of the different types of interviews. So I would ask yourself, what is my goal with the interview? What am I doing? Am I using it to make money? Am I using it to get traffic back to my website? Am I using it to increase my status online, my credibility? Am I using it to develop more value in my existing information product? Or am I using it to promote someone? Okay. Question number eight. Michael, you have interviews from lots of different business areas, consulting, copywriting, business buying, mobile home investments, etc. What are the three areas of audio that get the most listened? If I remember right, at one point in time, you said your most listened to audio was on how to be a better learner, which is learning style. That is correct. You know, I'm fortunate enough to know how to go into my, it's called the C panel. I had no idea what that is. That's when you can go into like the back control panel of your website and there's an icon in there called stats and you can click on the stats and then it gives you all the statistics of how many people have clicked on a page. It tells you how many unique visitors have come to your site. It tells you where your traffic is coming from. And then there's a top 10. It'll rank your interviews by the month. What are the top 10 most listened to interviews. So it's really telling. It's exciting to go in there and see what people are listening to. You can actually go into a section of that C panel and you can click on this thing. It'll show you if you had 300 visitors on your site, you can see exactly the path that someone has taken on your website. They may come to the home page. They may listen to an interview with Ben Settle and you can see their traffic patterns. But this really gives you a good idea of what is your market listening to on your website. Website. And an interesting story, I just did an interview. Well, it's probably been two months. I did an interview with a lady named Elizabeth Hagen, and she is an organizing expert. She teaches ladies how to organize their life and how to get rid of the clutter. And I was looking in the stats in January of 2009, and I couldn't believe the traffic. On that MP3 file for January, it was hit on. I can't say that all these people listened to, but the MP3 interview had 4,304 hits. And that's a lot of hits because second place, Ben, you're going to really like this, Ben, because in January of 2009, your interview was the second most listened to interview. Audio Marketing Secrets, Ben Settle, Part 2. But it's interesting that Part 2 was listened to more than Part 1. But anyway, so I called Elizabeth. I'm like, Elizabeth, did you like mail out to your list and promote that interview? Because the traffic on this interview is incredible. And she said she didn't. And I'll tell you, it's getting harder and harder for me to kind of nail down where all these people are listening to this interview. And I'm scratching my head still with the Elizabeth Hagen interview. It's still getting a ton of traffic, but we can't figure out where. 
And the reason is, recently, I've been taking my interviews, and we'll talk more about this. I have all my interviews on iTunes. I have 10-minute clips of all my interviews up on YouTube. I have them being introduced on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and a lot of the social networking sites. You may have someone who took some of the content from an e-zine article on the organizing interview and put it in their blog that has a large subscription base. And there's an interesting point in this. As long as you start getting your interviews out there and getting them on the Internet, they're going to go viral eventually. If you do it right and you provide good, exciting, and valuable content, these things will get passed around. And so you'll never know sometimes where all this traffic is coming from. But I do remember that learning interview that I did with that gentleman that was very popular. I'm just looking here from January in 2009. The organizing interview was number one. Ben Settle, our interview was number two for January. There was one called The Obvious Expert with Elsom Eldridge, and that's how to publish a book and become the obvious expert. That was number three. This one was not that surprising. It was an interview I did with an expert on LinkedIn. It was a training on how to use LinkedIn, which is a business social networking site, and how to maximize that and meet people and network better. That was very popular in January, and these are just the top ten. Nick Gilbert, he's the one who hosts my web server. We did an interview on Internet security, and that was one of the most popular ones. And then there's one more guy named Mark Imperial. He was on information product creation. That was very popular, too. But it's great. Once you have a website, once you start doing interviews, you will be able to track what's hot and what's not. And you can use that to your advantage when you're marketing. This is the end of Part 1. Please continue to Part 2. For more exclusive interviews on business, marketing, advertising, and copywriting, go to Michael Senoff's hard-to-find-seminars.com.